What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I have a very special guest zooming in all the way from the Netherlands. Meet Boz Labesque. He is an executive mindset coach. Boz, thank you so much for joining us today. Please introduce yourself to the audience and tell us a little bit about your background. Okay, thank you, first of all, for having me, Deanna. Um, a little bit about my background. Um, I, I am, I, as you said, I'm an executive mindset coach now, but that took, took quite a long journey for me to get here. Um, to, to tell the short, the story short, when I, my upbringing was like very smooth until uh, I turned 12 and my, my mother passed away uh, because of cancer. And at the same time, I was struggling with my sexuality and that the two, you know, turned my life upside down um, and it really started started me questioning life life purpose you know why is this happening to me am I being punished am I being responsible for this is this a life worth living you know is how you know like at first there was the losing of my mother and then you know if coming out you know I would lose the rest basically you know and I would be this soul on my own Do you feel feel that's a a lot of um, people that struggle with their sexuality struggle with that they're going to lose everything if they do come out? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I mean, even if you come from, from, from the most gay friendly family, you know, you, they, they only, you'll only find out truly how gay friendly your family is when you come out, you know, and, um, You know, I've heard parents say, you know, it's fine as long as my children are not. Yeah. You know, and that's like, I mean, if that's your child, I mean, you know, you're, you, you are, you're definitely be in the, in the, in the struggle and you'd be like, you know, oh yeah, what is going to happen with me if that, if that's going to happen? Sure. So yeah, going through, through that struggle, I, um, there still was, I, I created this belief that I needed to be successful to make something out of my life. So I, I created several careers, uh, one more successful than the other. Um, but they weren't, they weren't fulfilling, you know, they were successful, but they weren't fulfilling because I, I wasn't connected uh, with my, with my, with my purpose and with, with, with the questions that I started to, to raise when I was like, in my teenage years, uh, which were so, uh, yeah, so deeply embedded in me and that I wanted to, I, I want, I just wanted to have that the answer to those questions. So, um, and I, you know, I've, I've traveled the world. I've worked in, in many different countries. Um, and through this, this like journey all over the world, but also the journey into, in my own life and in my own mental well-being you know i i gained so much knowledge and that i wanted to start sharing that with people and i've found out that i was actually quite good at it you know i was transforming people's lives and i was for the first time you know i'm i'm like having this job that doesn't feel like work and i'm like you know i have super exciting stories to tell about how people transform yeah i bet together with me and that's uh uh um yeah that's just so a much very fun. humbling feeling isn't it 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean the the trust they put in you and the yeah. confidence they put in you and the the, the willingness people are uh, yeah, the willingness to share is is just like uh, it's it's really nice. I I love yeah, that. yeah. So you were actually in hospitality and then in the in in, a, in the financial um, sector as well as your previous before become before becoming a, a mindset coach, right? Yes, exactly. So, two, so polar opposites of each other. So I'm as a certified life coach, I mean, and I've had several um, careers as well. And I'm actually kind of in limbo right now. Like I love doing the podcast. The podcast is more of like a hobby at the moment. But, uh -huh. you know, and I'm really struggling with the idea of going back into the corporate world because it, it really doesn't align with my with what my I feel my purpose is. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But I do have to pay my bills somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we still got to figure that one out. But um, I really love some of your questions that you have here that you're ready to answer. Uh-huh. As a coach, what experience are you most proud of? Um, I'm, I'm proud of like every transformation I do with people. But what I'm most proud of is that I, I, I treat every individual as a un unique person, you know, and there I want to find what is the, uh, what is the, the, the thing that moves the needle for them. Sure. And sometimes it can be just this, the, the tiniest little thing that will change uh, someone's life completely. Like one of the first experiences, one of the first clients I had was this woman and she was, uh, she was like a total perfectionist. She was ruling her household like a, like a tyrant, basically. It's like she has a, had a husband and a son and they basically had to obey to whatever she wanted, you know, how, where everything needed to be, how clean it needed to be, everything. And, um, so normally you know when i'll i'll say i'll talk to clients it's like you know it's like tr try something small you know sure. start making up your bed today you know and then like see if you can do that and 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 see what what happens you know but with her i just took the other the, the other way around it's like sure. do not make your bed tomorrow and she went she panicked. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, she said, no, 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 this cannot happen. You know, this is like, I've never done this in my entire life. You know, I've been, I've been married to my husband for 25 years. If I'll do, if I'll do that, you know, the house will collapse basically. So she, the next morning she leaves and she, she made, she makes a picture of the bad unmade and she sends it to me and I'm like, okay, yes. no problem. <laughs> but so she's like, I was so nervous, you know, this is so crazy. I, I mean, I don't know, you know, what will my husband think? And just, okay. It's like, well, you know, just see what happens, you know, just see it as an experiment. Come back tonight. You know, don't, when you come out of the office, don't go into your bedroom and, and do it. Just you know, when, the, it. when you, yeah, leave it. When you get into bed, you get into bed. So she comes home, goes into the bathroom the bed is made and it's like <laughs> and it's like oh so what happens like yeah my husband did it for really? the first time for the first time in 20 years and I was like and what do you think 
It's like, well, he didn't do it the way I was I was going to do it. <laughs> I was like, well, it as long as you know, you're not going to say this to him, and you if you right. need to bite your tongue, you know, I don't, yeah, bite it off, you know. It's like, do not share this with him. But I was also, you know, this was like the trigger. It's like, do you see, you know, what happens if you give someone a, a chance for the right. first time in 20 years? What will, uh, you know, that he will pick he will pick it up and he will do it. So this was this was the moment for her where everything started to to shift. Yeah. You know, she yeah. she she left that perfectionist and she started to experiment and she she let her husband and her child be uh, who they were little by wow. little. And she was like, I have two different men walking in my house. I was like, No, no, no. <laughs> they didn't do anything. Right. You changed. You changed. And I mean, she, in the end, she said to me is that I, she said, I saved their marriage. Wow. Um, that's so, huge. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's huge. And that's just, I mean, of course it wasn't just, you know, we worked on, on sure. many more things afterward. And, uh, but she's, she's relaxed. She's, uh, she, she has now, I mean, she now is living with these two men and she's, She's enjoying their company again. Yeah, and that uh, uh, you know that's 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 the biggest gift you know you can you can give some uh, can give someone. Absolutely, and that's uh, uh, that was like, and ever since you know that was I've always been looking for that one thing in in all my clients. But did she? And, so real quick, did she ever realize like what was the, was the reason that she wanted everything to be so perfect? Was it like a coping mechanism for her? Did, did she have some kind of trauma where she needed to have things in its place so she didn't feel that anxiety? There was a, uh, there was a, uh, a cultural element okay. um, as well. And it's just, you know, the way she was brought up is like, you know, everything just had to look perfect. Yeah. And there were family dynamics as well. Sure. Uh, so. Um, That's interesting. Well, that good for her. That's amazing that you did that for her. See, I like my yeah. house really clean. I'm not a perfectionist, mm -hmm. but for mm -hmm. me, I feel like your house is a reflection on what's going on inside you. So if your house is a total mess, like I really oh, yeah. feel like you have a lot of stuff going on up here. And so for me, like I'll let things get a little bit out of order but then I start feeling like I start taking that on and I'm like, okay, no, I need to like, I need to clean the house. I need everything to be in its place so I can relax. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so that's the only reason why I asked that. <laughs> that's, I mean, talking about that, that's why, why I got rid of 75% of my stuff in the last two years. Oh, wow. I just, I just like, this needs to, it needs to go. I wish I, I could it, yeah. I mean, I had been traveling for the last, so two years ago, two years ago, I came back to Amsterdam, but two, five years before I was traveling and, and living in, in, in Brussels, Paris and, and uh, Luxembourg. So I was basically living out of two, two suitcases for okay. that whole period of time. And I was living in furnished apartments and things sure. like that. So, but then I, I came back to my place and I was like, so there was all this stuff and I was going to rent my place. And I was like, I need to, I need to empty, I need to empty the, the apartment. You know, what am I going to do? Am I going to rent storage space or am I just going to like give it away or let go of it? And I, I basically decided, no, I'm not going to spend like a, a, 
two and a half thousand, three thousand uh, dollars on on storage for two years, and then nice. put like all my all my my shit of <laughs> that's worth nothing in there, boxes I hadn't looked in for years, and I was like, this just needs to go, and I just cleared it out in in a week. It's like, and I was, and now the funny thing is, a week after I was thinking, so what did I, what did I throw away? Yeah. You know, can you, you know, start mentioning, you know, what did you throw? And I, I couldn't like, you really? know, there was like a, there was like a jacket. And I know, of sure. course, I, I got rid of some, some uh, CDs from my favorite, favorite artists. You know, I, I, of course, I knew who I still know who my favorite artists are. But if you and I, I've, I've given away a lot of books. And I mean, I couldn't like right now, I couldn't name a title of a book that I gave away then. Interesting. Uh, so is that how you say that you so you I, the, here there's a question. How do you walk your talk? So is that an example of how you walk your talk? That you just kind of like cleaned house and got rid of all like the the junks to simplify to make things a little bit more easier for you. Yeah, I mean, and it's just like you feel that you're so attached to all these all this stuff, but it's like <laughs> there is. I mean, once it's gone, you know, you're not attached to it anymore. So that's definitely part of the the walk my talk. But there's also in the way the way I exercise, the way I look at my nutrition. I've always been a good sleeper, so that's never been a problem. But um, you know, I've tried I've tried many different things when it comes to nutrition. I tried the the paleo diet. I tried uh, high pro- yeah, well, paleo is a high protein diet. But I've I've even experimented a little bit with vegan. But that's that's just too that's too difficult for me. I'm now mainly a vegetarian. I would say ninety eight percent. But making that switch to a hundred is 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 difficult. But I, I mean, I'm open to to experiment and to to look what is what works for me. Um, exercising is is I mean, is very very important for me. But it's it's, it's important for everybody. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm a bodybuilder, so like I uh-huh. I typically train twice a day. So, but okay, it's been so cold here. I haven't I haven't gone to the gym in a couple of days. <laughs> okay so yeah i mean you know you do it tw- two two uh, twice a week i do it six times a week no no twice uh, a day i said oh yeah, yeah sorry twice a day yeah, yeah yeah no that's what i meant to say sorry <laughs> twice a day i do it six times a week but that's you know where when i talk about balance you know balance is not is not unique it no. works for you yeah what works for you doesn't work for me right uh and so for some people so I'm, I'm working with a client now, for example, and he wants to bring in some exercise again. And it's like, so what did you enjoy doing before, right. you know? And he's like, oh, I'd love to do to do jump ropes. It's like, well, would you want to like pick that up again? Sure. It's like, well, I never really thought about it. I could do that. I was like, let's give it a try. Let's start tomorrow. And he's now he's now like jump roping like like crazy. That's it's not my, you know, it's not my thing. I like to do other things for 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 cardio, but it's about finding that one thing that works, and that's it for him. Yeah, and that will that will create better better nutrition, better sleep, better quality of life. uh, Yeah, exactly. All you know, he will lose he will lose weight uh, without being on a diet. I I don't believe in diets uh, as a as a way of losing weight, 
Um, no, me neither. I believe in um, like uh, I, I, everything in moderation, you know? I, yeah, absolutely. So for me, I mean, I don't eat a lot of beef currently. I mean, I am more mm. of a fish person, but occasionally I will, I have a taste for beef, so I will have it. But mm. for the most part, I believe everything in moderation, you need to have good, a decent carb. You need to have protein. You need to have your, your vegetable, you know, well-balanced meals. You know, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't starve myself. I eat a lot. But mm-hmm. I'm super tiny because I'm I'm very muscular. So, mm-hmm. but but yeah, I think I think nutrition is and an exercise is a very important part of of people like kind of clearing out the fog and finding their finding their way to their best selves or in what what you're trying to do and helping them with their mindset. I, I also feel like when I was a life coach that people overcomplicate their roadblocks. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, ha- helping them find, you know, where they can move the needle that, for them. And, and it's, and it, once they get there, it's so simple, you know, oh, yeah. you can see it. I can see it as someone looking like the person that's looking in, but they can't see it. It's very interesting to me, like how we are our own worst enemies a lot of time over the smallest things. I mean, like the, what you just said about your client who wants to want to get back and exercise, he likes jumping rope. All he had to do is go pick up the jump rope, but he needed you. Exactly. He needed you to show him the way. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been, I've went through a journey of that on my own. You know, I was, when I was a trader, I was making, I was very successful. I was making all this money. I wasn't happy and I wanted to, I wanted out. Yeah. But I created this like golden cage, you know, status, money, all this, all this, all these things that I, I now know, I now know are not that important. Right. But letting that go, the image I had that what was what was going to happen to me was I was going to live on the streets. Yeah, I read that. I read you know? that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's 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 like it's like so ridiculous. You know, like I've never lived on the street. You know, and uh, why would that happen to me? You know, there's no, there's no evidence in my life. There's no, there's no, you know, I had money in the bank and I was like, and I have a good education, but I was like, you know, if I give this up, I'll have nothing. You know, there's just like all my money will just evaporate and I'll just have to like live on the street. There's nothing else. Uh, And not even thinking that I, you know, if I even wanted to, that I could make it back you know sure. into that i could go back into the cage uh, you know and live there if i wanted to yeah. you know, that was an option too but it was like no you know if you close that if you close that you know that's gone and you'll be out on the street not immediately but eventually right right, right. and uh, um um yeah so i understand that fear because i'm kind of dealing with that right now in a little bit a little bit and and you know our we our our mind is so powerful and mm-hmm. really can ma- manifest great things in our lives, but we also can manifest the bad things. And so I've, yeah. I've kind of gone down that road a little bit in the last couple of months because I, I'm like, I'm at a crossroads. I don't want to go back into the corporate world. It doesn't behoove me and what my purpose is in life to do that. But I'm thinking to myself, like, oh my God, if I don't get this job, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be homeless. I'm going to lose everything. So I understand that that thought process because I've struggled with that a little bit here recently. And I, and I have to remind myself that I'm very powerful. And you're right. And, and I mean, you will, you will make, I'm sure you'll make the right choice. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. 
But I, no, I was just relating to that thought process because oh, yeah, 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 yeah. even though we are successful people and we've, we've proven ourselves, we are not uh, immune to having those kind of thoughts, you know, whereas other people might think, might look at us and say, oh, you're so successful. You've done this, this, and that. You probably never thought that you would, you know, never thought this way. And no, we're all human. We all have these basic insecurities where we have to face ourselves in the mirror and just be like, you know, no, this is not what my life's going to be. I'm going to do this. This. So mm-hmm. I was just relating to that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I can give you an, uh, another like example of one of my clients if we, if we have time. Sure, um, go, ahead. go for it. So there is this, there was this woman, um, and she's in the board of directors, twenty uh, in charge of HR, twenty thousand people underneath her, and wow. she's 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 struggling, you know. And when I was I was talking to To my friends about this client, and they're like, "But you know, this woman, she should know." You know, that was kind of I heard that from 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 some other people, and I was like, "Yeah, but she doesn't. She knows, but she doesn't know. She knows for twenty thousand people, but she doesn't know for herself. Right? Yeah. She doesn't know where to start. You know, she's been on this sliding glow slope for for so long that she." You know, the only she she kind of she doesn't even know what it is to look up again. You know, she's just like only like trying not to fall down. Yeah. And um, I mean, huge transformation once she started going. But that was also it's like you know, I it's like people think you know that you have to like shake these people and like move them up forcefully, right? Uh, forcefully into the other direction. But it's basically it's not it's just just. You take them by their hands and you see, let's, let's look, let's look the other way, you know, and see what, what's there, what we can, what can, what, what's there to get, you know, and that's just one step away. You know, it's not like a thousand steps away, you know, you do one step and it, and your horizon changes, you do 10 steps and you, you have no idea what your horizon is going to look like in 10 steps when you start going, you know, right. yeah. but it's really, it's about, it's indeed about that, that's, it's smooth, it's easy. Uh, and, you know, a lot of my clients, they say, you know, I, I couldn't believe that I could do this in such a short period of time. And it was this easy. That's basically yeah. what they all say. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. And that's that feel, uh, that feel great to help them get there. So what, uh, so do you work with people all over the world? Uh, yes. Okay. And how can, um, why don't you plug a little bit here for yourself? Where could someone find you if they want to work with you, if they're having roadblocks and they need you to help them coach them? Yeah. So they can find me on my website, which is uh bosslebesque.com. I'm sure you'll uh, write my name. I will somewhere put it in the <laughs> That's fine. Or on my LinkedIn page <clears throat> on both, uh, both channels. Uh, um, all my contact details are there, email and um, telephone number. Um, I am. When is this going to air? Probably not for a couple of weeks. Okay. Well, once in a while I do, uh, like every other week or so I do uh, a workshop, which is, which is around, uh, well, it's around losing weight. But what I found out through my work is like the moment with all the executives that I worked with, you know, the, the ones that were overweight, you know, 
the moment they started to create balance in their life, balance in their body started to appear. You know, there was no diet, no pills, no, no, no fluff, no nothing, just like creating balance, balance in your body. And then the weight would basically would just drop off. Yeah. So I'll have a workshop every, let's say three weeks around that. Um, and that's on my LinkedIn page. You can register there. Um, and it will give you great insights how you can create that. And it's really about that unique balance for you. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then the, 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 then the rest will follow whatever you want to create. Very true. Very true. That balance is very key. Um, well, I'm going to start wrapping things up here, Boz. Thank you so much for being a guest. I think we probably could talk for an oh, yes. hour or so. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going so nicely, but uh, we'll have to have you back for a follow-up in, in a couple months and just see how things are going and see how many other lives that you are transforming. But uh, you guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And I'll be back very soon with more dynamic guests.